Hello all, welcome to the Valve Bounce. We are gearing up for Formula One this weekend. We're going to be touching on Hornygate, I mean Christian Horner. We're going to be doing some predictions and we're just going to do a quick testing wrap up as well. Welcome to the show, Damo. Thanks, Steve. Yes, hello. Welcome, everyone. Exciting times. It's round one's kicking off and it's, um, it's always the best part because it's the first real chance we get to see the proper speed, the evolution of the cars, the development work. So there's all the sandbagging and stuff that can happen during testing and we don't know fuel loads and paces, long runs, short runs. But when it comes to the crunch, yep, the um, the qualifying is always the easiest way to figure it out. And uh, I almost slipped up there. I almost said on the Saturday, but that brings me to the first point. Did you realise <laughs> we're kicking off with races on a Saturday rather than a Sunday for the first two season openers? Until you flicked me a message late last night, no. <laughs> yeah, um, and so effectively it's worked out. I saw someone actually put the pieces together. It hasn't been officially talked about much, but um, because of Ramadan and where the first two races are and then the requirement for the gap between races, they've had to do this on a Saturday and then the next one to fit on the Saturday so they don't break into Ramadan um, to get the maximum experience for people um, who are going to be at the track. So... Yep. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever happened before that we've opened the season on a Saturday, but you know, for me and you, we're uh, we're in Australia. For us, it doesn't really matter because the times are, you know, the times are what they are, and we're going to be able to watch it at, late at night anyway. Oh, it's going to be absolutely brutal. I put out the track schedule just before, and yeah. my God, uh, I think the race is at like 2 a.m. <laughs> so the likelihood of me actually watching that live next to zero. Nope, nope, I'll do my standard wake up early, watch the race before work because that way you don't get spoilers. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the way it's going to roll for us. No, that's it. I'll work on a Sunday, mate. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of this one. I don't have to, do I? <laughs> but no, that's uh, it. You're normally still that's watch what it. I do, but I'll still be doing the same thing. <laughs> All oh, right. Very good. All now, right. you said yeah. something. You said horny gate. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's a bit rough, isn't it? Allegations. <laughs> of course, that's not true because he was found, well, he was clear. So clear, yeah. Is, is whatever it was, which we'll never know, he's been clear. No, no, no I think that they, it seems like they've done, they seem to have handled it really well. It came out on the front foot, really talked to, right, we're doing the investigation. This is, happening. This is you know, the small bit that we, you know, there's allegations being made. Um, and yeah, they seem to have done a thorough investigation i guess we'll never really know how thorough or whatever but yeah um i know there's lots of rumors in and around what might have happened or didn't happen um but ultimately if they've done the investigation they've cleared him we've got to kind of accept that um you know without yeah. further proof yeah and that's exactly it we're not going to see the report but uh, from all re other reports it mm. was a very long almost novel like uh <laughs> book we'll call it yeah um so basically I, I can for me i think as you said they've done a thorough investigation uh he's been cleared so we sort of just move on i know a few people will probably be aggrieved by that outcome uh just yeah. because they don't like christian horner or red bull but i think yep. it's also important that we uh you know understand and trust the investigation and be respectful of the decision yeah yeah and i think um it's probably going to get touched on 
initially in all the uh, reporting, people are going to be you know trying to get comments, etc. And I'm pretty confident it's just all going to be squashed really quickly. With we're not going to talk any further about it. The investigation done is clear, or I'm clear if he's talking. So, yeah, that uh, that is what it is, and um, yeah, we we do have to accept it. Whether whether uh, we think you know, you like the people that don't like Warner accept it, I don't know. But um, you know, I think in reality, we can only do with what the information that's made public to us. So. Absolutely, mate. And uh, just quickly before we move on to the next little thing, have you yeah. watched Drive to Survive? Well, uh, I have started it, yes. And okay. um, I guess Drive to, to Survive is something that's <laughs> questionable. In, uh, yeah, I know, I'm stuttering because I'm like, it's, it's such a questionable thing that I, you know, like last year I didn't watch until a couple of months after. I was just that peeved with the whole way it, it's handled and you know yep. wrong gear shifts wrong commentary um and it started <laughs> off really strong where i just saw all the glitz and glamour of that aston martin event um yep. with um <laughs> with with the stroll and i'm just like all those people they were showing i'm just like you people you like you you're not representative of the fan base you're there for the glamour and so i started getting a bit triggered and i just calmed down and i started watching so i'm up to the basically the um nick defreeze danny ricardo which i think is episode three or something so that's where i'm up to that's that's a good episode i um i've i've finished the whole thing okay that's that's the first time that i've actually watched the whole thing in about three or four years so that shows you that I actually enjoyed it. Uh, there were moments, of course. I won't spoil anything for you, yep. but uh, I will say it was actually worth the watch. I thought this time around. Yeah, well, I think so far, mostly the way they they, they look to have handled it seems like it's a bit better representation. It's giving proper insights behind the scenes. Um, so yeah, yep. hopefully, if you say it's good, I'm I'm going to power on and watch it anyway <laughs> because I've I sort of got to that the Danny Rick one, and and um, I thought that was pretty well done, even though Alex Albon was almost picture perfect on how they would represent it, you know, <laughs> cut, cutting to Nick DeFreeze locking up, and it was like, it was like awesome work from Alex, but uh, yeah, yep. yeah, um, I'm going to keep going with it, so that's good. Uh, very good, very good. All right, so uh, we'll move along, I guess. Yeah, let's do, do some uh, on, testing the wrap-up, because... Yeah, um, I think the testing wrap-up's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, you know, other than the uh, great issues, which just seem to always pop up sometime in the season, the last few seasons with F1, yep. um, you know, like I think it was pretty good running for most part. Um, and I think, you know, the reliability these days is so much better. You know, teams being able to do a lot more work. There were a few small issues for some teams, but, you know, gone seemed to be the days of, like, the Williams, which I think was 2019, who didn't even get there for the first day or two because they were so far behind. Yep. So, um, you know, that's um, that was good to see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was, it's very much a, a trade, I feel, at the moment because everyone is reporting that they sort of traded maybe some rear end stability for a little bit more turn in or things like mm. that. The McLaren's talking about being a little bit more compliant in the slower turns, but ultimately have seemed to sacrifice ultimate pace overall at yeah. this point. Um, so it's really good, but you know, Ferrari seems to have sacrificed one lap speed for possibly uh, a race 
pay speed. So oh my god, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, I'm not one to jump because you know, as um, a typical Ferrari lover, we've been disappointed. Um, and I thought, true to form, they put out uh, a little snippet on their socials with the pit stop. And they uploaded the wrong one where the dude on the front left made a mistake and everybody was just like hammering him and they came back to say, oh, we uploaded the wrong one. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? That's just classic That's Ferrari. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, run with it. You yeah, know, that's... I'm really hoping that, yeah, what seems to be very positive in terms of perhaps that sacrifice, the one lap speed, a bit more consistency over the race pace gives us the opportunity to have some good competition this year. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I do feel like Red Bull is still the one to beat, but uh, if we can at least have one team being competitive, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it does look like, it's a good segue, that Red Bull, uh, picture-perfect testing routine. Um, they've basically given Mercedes a nice little whack in the face to say, yeah, we can make it work, you can't. Um, <laughs> you know, they just they just seem to be... As strong as ever. Uh, yeah, definitely. But I think a lot comes down to their mechanical grip and the way they have that suspension and everything set up. Mm. Um, and like, especially when like the crazy thing is those pods that they have, they don't need like there's so much space between the way that that's actually all packaged. Um, yeah, there is talk with zero side pods happening. I don't think they will because I think they get too much from having. Um, the actual side pods the, there, but the actual channels, at least have, yeah, yeah. At least having that packaging so tight, you know, the center of gravity and and where everything sits has got to be better, right? Mm. <laughs> it is. It is a masterpiece, as ugly as it is. Uh, yeah, it, it is a masterpiece. I know, but <laughs> it, it is sad because, like, I know I triggered you. I sent you. <laughs> A little Instagram uh, reel that uh, basically played the Dutch national national anthem just in preparation for what was going to happen for the rest of the season. Because, goddamn, oh, no. after testing, I'm I'm like, yep, that we're in for another season of that. Well, we had Carlos Sainz win a, a, a Grand Prix and we had uh, Oscar win a race. So if we One. can get better than that, <laughs> yeah. I'll be happy, maybe. <laughs> let's, uh, fingers crossed, though, that Ferrari's lifted. But let's maybe go That's to some it. of the um, ones that are a bit more of a surprise in terms of not possibly showing or having the advancement we thought, like Mercedes and McLaren. Yep. Uh, McLaren seems a little bit simplistic. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when I first saw the car, I was slightly underwhelmed, and on track, I'm still slightly underwhelmed, mm. um, hoping to be proven wrong. Uh, <laughs> yep. but yeah, it does seem like they've got a few upgrades to come that might make that whole system work a little bit more effectively. Yeah. Um, as for Merck, hard to say. They do like to run full tanks all the time during testing. Mm-hmm. Um, their long runs looked okay but nothing special or spectacular. Um, yeah, it's, it's, well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. We always do need to merc our traditional sandbaggers, um, <laughs> but that obviously was through a lot of their glory period where they were really at the top of the tree. Um, so it will be interesting. I think if I was to, you know, some of the stuff that I was looking out for was some of the language, the body language and verbal language from the teams and the drivers that – McLaren look pretty flat in comparison, I would say, that yep. there was no 
there was no real buzz around what they were doing. They said they were calling out challenges again, and it's just like, okay, well, if this is a sandbag, then they're in a world of pain, you know, for everyone else because they look pretty average. They look like they've gone backwards. So if they're yeah. coming out of the tree and they're going to be like, you know, top of the pops up with Red Bull, then they've done a great job of it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, me, Merck, they seem a bit more positive. I think they're happier with some of the balance and the, the compliance of the car. So who knows what that means? Um, yeah, well, uh, I guess we'll figure out. Um, let's uh, throw to their, um, I guess, their supplier, engine supplier friend, Aston Martin, who... Uh, yeah. So we had an up and down last year. So what was your take from testing for them? My personal opinion is they're sitting about where McLaren's sitting. Yeah. Um, they're, they're not setting any world on fire. They, they look good, they, but they don't look like they're... Not like last year where they were out of the blocks and it really looks like they'll be able to take it to um, Red Bull. Mm. Uh, they, they feel like they sort of just... Take, they've probably improved a little bit. But yeah, I'd say they're about line ball with where McLaren is. Kind of that yeah. Mercedes area of all three cars, which are Mercedes powered, they're all very similar. I feel in terms of pace. Yeah, and I think you know they ran well, allegedly ran pretty light last year, which made them look even better in the testing. And then they still came out quite strong. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of, and I think this is always the hard part: is who's made the better advancement. So maybe they have gotten better, but you know others might overtake them, and then that, that's why, like McLaren, for example, after the upgrades, might step down a bit. You know, finishing the year around that sort of third or fourth best car, um, potentially that could be. You know, they could drop below Aston Martin. Um, but I think they look just like a solid. I think they'll be either in that, that second pack. And I say second pack, so we're just going to put Red Bull at the top. Um, and yeah, then yeah. they'll be in that second pack. And, yeah, it'll just be somewhere in there. And maybe they'll be able to capitalise on a podium here or there throughout the year, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And um, I think you're probably right. I think pack number one will consist of Red Bull and Ferrari, if Ferrari have got it right. Pack number two is Merck, McLaren, and Aston, mm. which then probably leads us on to the next sort of pack, pack. which is, I suppose, <laughs> at the back of the end of the grid, but or fighting for a 10, uh, RB. Yeah. How do you think they fared? Well, I think they, the, the first day people were talking them up, they were all, you know, it was pretty excited. I think a lot of people in the team cambered that and just said, look, you know, just we were doing our program. They had a really solid testing. It looks like the change they've made and aligned themselves, you know, a bit closer to Red Bull. Seems like they've achieved a little bit of advancement. Um, And it's so hard because they had such an up and down season, really. They kind of post the Nick DeVries departure you know they sort of really started to advance then Danny Rick had the accident uh Liam Lawson came in did an awesome job and they sort of kept kept going from there but it was really hard to say you know were they top of that next pack last year and will they step into that maybe the bottom of that other pack at times and I think I'll take a, a bit of a punt and say that it does feel like that that they may step up and potentially hit the back of that next pack at times, but um, it may be track dependent. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel it might be track dependent. Um, yeah. Be, yeah. As this weekend's going to be very interesting just to see how it all washes out because I think they're actually close enough that anyone makes a mistake, that's the difference, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's actually a really good point you make because just thinking about it, that that pack is just condensing ever more, even that second yeah. and then the, the back of the pack. It's condensing so much that you're right, that when someone does make a mistake, that, that you end up like really at the back of the tree. You're right yeah. at the you know right at the back of the pack for it, and so that there could be some good opportunities for some points for a lot of these teams that are you know like a Williams and a um, and an RB, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so that that brings us up to probably the next run, which is a team that I probably wouldn't put in this spot to be perfectly honest after watching their testing. Uh, Alpine. <laughs> Seems like the car's too heavy. Seems like development-wise, they've gone backwards. The I, yeah, the language, the the feeling Put it from the in team. The bin. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like start go back to last year's car. I think, um, yeah, I, I think they could be in a world of hurt. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting okay. to see how good or bad you know that testing phase was. They didn't have a great. They didn't do a whole lot of testing. There were some. Stuff they tried to get right and didn't do as many laps in certain days. But, yeah, I, I think they're probably the loser of last year versus <laughs> this, year. this year. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think um, I think it's nice of them to consider Haas, you know, and want to go racing with them, you know. <laughs> Give them someone to play with at the back of the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Fair enough. Brutal, maybe. But, uh, all right, yeah. what about Williams, mate? I actually felt they were pretty... Pretty solid. Uh, yep. Don't know if they've made huge gains, but I definitely feel like their car looks probably a little bit better. Yeah, it does feel like they have made the investment. I just wonder whether or not they've done enough to really start getting up the field. I think if you look at last year, you know, qualifying pace was never really great, but their race pace was always better. So, you know, especially Alex was able to step up through the field. Um you know, and get to that back of the top 10 on occasions. Um, yeah. So if they've made some advance, advancement, I think that's a possibility. They get into the 10 more regularly. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, I think it was pretty positive. So hopefully that translates to uh, the season performance. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Now, one that's really unknown is yep. Sauber or Stake F1 team, whatever they want to call themselves these days. Sauber. <laughs> RV and Sauber, they're the two names yeah. I'm rolling with. I can't be bothered oh, with, let's go with Sauber. <laughs> the the yeah. one thing I will say is that green, that's bright. It is bright. Uh, I do love a black and green, you know, the old Porsche kind of combo. But um, yeah, but yeah, I'm just like. It's super bright, so I can't wait to see it at night. It's just going to sparkle. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, look, they are one that we just don't really have enough to go on. It does look like they've made some advancement, a bit like Williams. It looks like they had pretty solid testing. Um, yeah, I, I think everything's looking positive for them in terms of the way testing went. Um, so, yeah, I think they could really be someone that pushes into that top 10 with the, with the right track and the right combo of, you know, keeping their, their, um, their wheels out of trouble. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And the last one, which is Haas, I'm not even touching on. We know where they are. I think they're 10th, uh, and, yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be another year back of the pack for them. I they agree. Had terrible testing, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it hasn't been very good for them at all. Not at all. All right, so yeah. that brings us on to... Predictions! Predictions! Let's, let's... 
put everything on the line and look like fools as we do. Yeah, well, the supercars one was bad, so what? what it can't do any worse than that. No, no, I feel a lot com- more confident about this one, though, because... Um, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> Easier to predict. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. So, four predictions. We're going to do a pole position race yep. winner. Red hot, which is most positions gained, and sub-zero, which is least competitive. Mm. Um, so, uh, we'll give one point for each. Uh, if you want to play it long at home, please do. Yeah. Put it in the comments section. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback on it and, and see if we're completely Natalie washed or if uh, <laughs> we're actually, actually legends and we know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So let's kick it off, Damien. Who yep. do you think is going to come out of the gate and score the first pole position of 2024? Uh, pole position, I'm taking a real roughie and outsider, and I'm picking Max. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wuss. <laughs> yep, yep. I just can't see it being anyone else. Um, you know, um, I'm hoping at the end of this first uh, Grand Prix, we're going to see a little <laughs> bit more, and I can start maybe picking someone else. But, um, yeah, for the moment, I think it's a real safe bet just to pick Max. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair call. I followed suit and been, been right. a bit of a wuss myself and said that Max will likely get the pole. I just think <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> get the pole. That's an interesting forward suit. Uh, yep. But, but um, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be too strong, especially with Ferrari focusing more on race preparation, like the way the car handles. Yeah. Um, I think that'll mean that Max will probably gain the pole position in this instant, just off the what I've seen in testing. Okay, well, so, for my race winner, um, yep. you know, just all things considered, um, Max is my pick. <laughs> I just think it's just going to be a Max. Yep, you know, I'm playing the oh. Dutch national anthem. I'm, I'm just you're, all in on this weekend really on Max. You're really trying to depress our audience, are you? You're not even giving him a glimmer of hope. <laughs> no, maybe just depressing you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I must admit, it's it's hard to go past, but yeah. I'm going to back in the horse because Ooh. I think they've done enough work over the off-season, work, 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 yeah, work, off the, on the off-season yep. to bring home a race victory, and I'm going to back Charles Leclerc to get it done. Okay, all right. But uh, it's a fair call. I think it's good just to have some variation on just not picking the max thing, so I applaud <laughs> yeah. you in your efforts. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Even if it does put me in the bin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, you never know. Maybe that's the difference at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, anyway, who do you think is the red hot award winner? So, the person that's going to gain the most positions? Yeah, look, I was having a think about this and. I, I, I was like, yeah, it's not going to be Max or anything like that because really, you know, they're going to be at the front and so yeah. forth. So I was really thinking about that mid-pack yeah. and what it could possibly mix up. So for me, I'm feeling like a Mr. Bottas mm. is, uh, is a good shout. I think he, he yeah. might step up Polly a little bit, just be at the back, but maybe the car's good enough to maybe push in and get some points. I don't know. That's the theory. <laughs> yeah, and I applied. You, yeah, I applied the same sort of theory. I was thinking, 
my initial thought was maybe like a Merc because, you know, maybe they're not going to be quite as strong during quality. But then I was like, oh, they're still only going to advance a couple of spots. Whereas that tail end of the mid pack, you know, that we spoke about, your Salvers, your RB, they're the ones I think are going to possibly capitalize. I, I did weigh up yep. between Albon and <laughs> my pick, who is actually Danny Rick. I just think. He's just going to be really busting to get back into the full racing uh, again. And um, I think that he might um, qualify okay, but not great, but then end up, you know, taking sort of five, six spots maybe potentially. So, yeah, I've put in Danny Ricciardo. Yeah, very good. Shout out Danny Rick. I hope he has a good season, Jesus. Yes. Please. <laughs> yeah, please. And I did actually think about Oscar because I thought, oh, maybe like uh, McLaren as well could do that. But then I just thought they'll probably still be up in that top end of the top 10 or the, the mid to tail of the top end of 10. I think, so, I think yeah. what, we, what we have, yeah, the, the problem with F, well, not problem, but what seems to be happening with F1 is like the, it's almost like in team order. Like yeah. The way they, they end up qualifying unless somebody makes a mistake so it is hard to see it changing a heap but mm. at the same time who knows we'll see what happens right so moving on then to yes. sub-zero who is going to be your least competitive pick and should get booted oh no what's that <laughs> oh relegation no um well i did have someone in mind and when I you went did? to our document that we share for the for the podcast yeah. uh, you basically stole my pick so I've gone for his <laughs> teammate just for some variation and I've picked Nico Ostenberg because <laughs> um, yeah I just think it's going it's just going to have to be the Haas at least initially until we really see perhaps what the field looks like, but yeah, it just really feels like Huss is going to be at the back of the pack, and so they're going to be the least competitive. Yeah, look, I think it's hard. It's a pretty good shout, and obviously, I've gone with K Mag uh, just because yeah. at the end of last year, looking like he had lost his will to live, kind of like a Toyota Corolla owner, really. So Ooh. yeah, um. <laughs> slapping the Toyota people lately. Yeah, okay. Right, well, maybe. I think that wraps up for us, doesn't it? Now um, it does. Keep uh, keep in touch with us on the socials uh, at the yep. Valve Bounce everywhere. Um, yep. And yeah, if you like or want to blast us or give us praise, whatever, we love to see your comments. It's always great That's to uh, see the interaction. Thanks to all the new subscribers and stuff out there. But we will catch you in, in the, the next, next one. one. See you guys. See ya.